God who sees. Genesis 16 verse 1 says, Now Abram's wife Sarai had not borne a child for him. She had an Egyptian servant girl whose name was Hagar. This was not going to turn out the way anyone expected. It never does when the contract of faith God makes with us is broken by the desperate works of unbelief. Praise God. He sees our stupidity and looks upon us with tender love and pity and leads us back to the path of faith. Let's look at how this story unfolds. Verse 2. So Sarai told Abram, You are well aware that the Lord has prevented me from giving birth to a child. Go have sex with my servant so that I may possibly bear a son through her. Abram listened to Sarai's suggestion. So Abram's wife Sarai took her Egyptian servant Hagar and gave her as a wife to her husband Abram. This took place ten years after Abram had settled in the land of Canaan. He had sex with Hagar and she became pregnant. When she realized that she was pregnant, she looked with contempt on her mistress. What part of this scenario was led by God? None of it. It was not by faith. Abram broke God's contract that had just been formed as recorded in Genesis 15. He took a second wife at Sarai's suggestion and she became pregnant with his child. He was going to be a father. The very contempt that Hagar had for Sarai was based upon human accomplishment, not on what God intended to accomplish exclusively by his own power. We can needlessly complicate our lives and the lives of others when we are impatient for God to work things out and we take matters into our own hands. Verse 5, Then Sarai told Abram, My suffering is your fault. I gave you my servant so you could have sex with her, and when she discovered that she was pregnant, she looked on me with contempt. May the Lord judge between you and me. Abram answered Sarai, Look, your servant is under your control, so do to her as you wish. So Sarai dealt so harshly with Hagar that she ran away from Sarai. Poor Hagar. The servant became the victim in all of this. Sure, it was not right for her to show contempt for Sarai, but she should never have been compelled by Sarai to become another wife for Abram for the purpose of having children. No one ever thought of where such an action would lead. We never do. We just end up finding ourselves on the run, dealing with the consequences of our actions until God finds us. Verse 7, The angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the desert on the road to Shur. Hagar, servant of Sarai, he asked, Where are you coming from and where are you going? She answered, I am running away from my mistress Sarai. The angel of the Lord told her, You must go back to your mistress and submit to her authority. The angel of the Lord also told her, I will greatly multiply your offspring, who will be too many to count. Look, you are pregnant and will give birth to a son. The angel of the Lord continued to say to her, You will name him Ishmael, because the Lord has heard your cry of misery. He'll be a wild donkey of a man. He'll be against everyone and everyone will be against him. He will live in conflict with all of his relatives. How those words still ring true today. As the descendants of Ishmael and the descendants of Isaac are still in constant conflict over in the Middle East. Verse 13. So she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are God who sees. 
because I have truly seen the one who looks after me. That's why the spring was called the well of the living one who looks after me. It was between Kadesh and Bered. In the King James Version, the name is Bir Lahai Roy. Don't be discouraged that you've fallen again. God saw why. He always sees why and seeks to forgive us and lead us back into trusting him again. Even now, God reminds us that he is the one who looks after us. Let not our impatience lead us into sin. Let us trust God with our lives and allow him to accomplish the impossible, even our salvation.